I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Wurstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 96, and it's a very exciting and special episode for me. I'm actually on vacation this week, but I wanted to take a few moments to record this episode because around the time that I publish it, around September 15th, my new book, Jewelry Marketing Joy, will be available for pre-order, and I'm super excited to share it with you. So this book, the first of its kind for the industry, includes 250 pages of comprehensive knowledge and wisdom about marketing your jewelry brand. Whether you're a beginner or you've been running your jewelry business for decades, you'll definitely benefit from the information in this book. I've been working on this project all year and some of the content has even been pulled from years of work that I've done. So you can't even imagine how excited I am to share it with you. For more information, starting September 15th, you'll simply want to search Amazon for the title Jewelry Marketing Joy or visit JewelryMarketingJoy.com for more information. The book will officially be published on October 13th, so about a month from now. To celebrate this occasion and to give you a taste of what you can expect from the book, I'll be reading the introduction to the book in this episode. But before I get to that, I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. When you're planning your Instagram strategy for your jewelry brand, do you ever wonder which post formats you should be using? For example, on your regular feed, you have the option to post photos, videos, and carousel style posts, which involve multiple photos and videos. According to a new study conducted by Social Insider and Banner Snack, carousel posts are actually the most engaging Instagram posts with 1.92% average engagement per post. Most commonly, carousels feature two or three slides, but this study actually found that the carousels that get the highest engagement make use of 10 slides, which is the maximum that you can put in a carousel post. Finally, the study found that carousels mixing images with videos bring the highest engagement rates per post. If you're not already making use of carousels on Instagram, now may be a great time to start incorporating some into your social media plan. If you have a robust social media strategy for your jewelry brand, then you likely already know that Instagram and Facebook are pretty well integrated. For example, you can auto share your Instagram posts to Facebook and you need to create a Facebook business manager account in order to advertise on both platforms. In the very near future, the platforms will become even more integrated. For example, Social Media Today recently shared the news that, quote, some users are now able to view Instagram stories on Facebook with the Instagram story appearing within the Facebook stories feed, end quote. 
Greater integration is really good news for jewelry brands that use both platforms to reach their customers, since this integration can really help facilitate brand consistency and make sure you're telling your story across all platforms seamlessly. Many brands saw an increase in their e-commerce sales during the COVID-19 pandemic, but now those brands are worried about retaining all their new customers as consumers in general very slowly start to resume their pre-COVID shopping habits, like going back to stores. According to research from ClickZ, quote, shoppers acquired during COVID-19 have an 82% lower retention rate than those acquired during a non-COVID, non-holiday time period, end quote. So what are the keys to post-pandemic e-commerce customer retention so you can get your customers to keep coming back to you over time? The author of the article mentions that marketing best practices are more important now than ever before. Suggestions include investing in mobile marketing, embracing omni-channel, onboarding new customers in a thoughtful way, and getting creative with how you personalize your messaging. All great suggestions that I completely endorse. If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links every time a new episode drops. Okay, now I'm going to share the introduction of my book, Jewelry Marketing Joy. I really hope you enjoy it. What do baseball diamonds have in common with sparkling diamond jewelry? You've likely heard the phrase, if you build it, they will come, which is actually a misquote from the 1989 film Field of Dreams. In that film, Kevin Costner's character Ray hears a mysterious voice which tells him, if you build it, he will come. Ray interprets the message as a call to build a baseball diamond on his property, and he obeys. Once the baseball diamond is built, deceased baseball players emerge from the cornfields to play. Whether they admit it to themselves or not, many jewelry entrepreneurs are like Ray. At some point in time, they hear a voice in their heads that tells them to start a jewelry business, either a brick and mortar store or an e-commerce shop. They may not consciously believe that running and sustaining a business will be as easy as simply building it, but they also don't necessarily have a solid business and marketing plan in place. Effectively, they're like Ray, believing that as long as they build the storefront, the customers will come. In some very rare cases, this approach may actually work. For example, a jewelry retailer may open in a town that's quickly developing but doesn't yet have a jewelry store. By default, the residents will likely patronize the store if they're not already shopping online. However, with the advent of easy to implement e-commerce solutions like Shopify, literally anyone with an internet connection and a credit card can set up shop. In October 2019, Shopify announced that it had surpassed 1 million merchants worldwide on the platform. The if you build it, they will come mentality simply does not serve today's jewelry business owner. According to data from Grandview Research Inc., the total global jewelry market is expected to reach a value of 408 480.5 billion US dollars by 2025. In addition, a promising report from McKinsey 
states that the category has a multifaceted future and that the consumer appetite for jewelry now appears more voracious than ever. Branded jewelry especially is taking up more market share than ever before. In 2020, branded jewelry accounted for about 40% of the market and its popularity among consumers only continues to grow. The good news is that there's definitely a place in the market for your jewelry, as long as you can distinguish your brand from others and captivate consumer interest. Marketing, especially when it complements your desirable jewelry products and attractive price points, is one of the best ways to generate brand awareness. But marketing also has so many subsets that most jewelry entrepreneurs struggle to prioritize their marketing efforts and piece together an effective marketing strategy. To make matters even more complicated, today's consumers are savvier than ever before and they have many options, not only when it comes to products, but also sales channels. They can shop in store, through an e-commerce website, on an app, and even through a social media platform, depending on their mood and preferences. As a result, your jewelry brand must work hard to meet the customers where they are at any given time. Understanding what marketing can help your jewelry brand achieve is the first step in moving forward toward growth. If you don't know what's possible, then you won't be able to leverage the best tools effectively. In this book, I'll demystify marketing so you can start taking action by implementing the necessary steps yourself or hiring someone to do them for you. Who will benefit from this book? I wrote this book with independent jewelry entrepreneurs and their team members in mind. The information I share will be most useful for direct-to-consumer brands and traditional retailers that maintain an e-commerce presence or that use digital marketing to drive traffic to a brick and mortar store or other sales channel. This book is not for you if you only maintain a brick and mortar store and do not plan to cultivate any type of digital presence like a website or social media profiles. I won't be covering any traditional marketing methods like direct mail or print advertising, so you'll need to feel comfortable using digital platforms or hiring someone to navigate them for you. I believe the ultimate purpose of marketing is to build lasting, meaningful relationships with customers. So if you're looking for a quick fix, this book is not for you. You'll need to be prepared to think of marketing as a long game. As a general rule, you should plan to engage in marketing for as long as you'd like to be running your business. The two go hand in hand. The work of building brand awareness, creating value, and forging bonds with your customers takes time and effort. Whether you're building your marketing strategy for the first time or you're refining your current marketing strategy, then you'll benefit from the insights in the coming pages. My goal is to help you lay an effective marketing foundation upon, what, upon which you can build for many years to come. I'm excited to show you the way forward. Who am I and why should you listen to me? When I tell people I'm the founder and creative director of a digital marketing agency that works exclusively with jewelry brands, most are amazed by the specificity of my work. Many are delighted that they've found someone who specializes in their niche and can speak the language of the industry. So how did I decide to focus on the jewelry industry in the first place? And how did my background get me to this point? Basically, I'm obsessed 
obsessed with jewelry. When I was in college studying communications and writing, I would watch jewelry television or JTV for fun simply because I wanted to learn more about gemstones. And I was completely captivated by the host's knowledge. In my cubicle at one non-jewelry related internship, I would browse jewelry websites during my downtime. After college, I pursued a Master of Fine Arts degree in creative writing, and my training in writing and storytelling naturally lent itself to marketing. After completing graduate school, I decided to teach college-level writing part-time and follow that career path for half a decade until I realized that I didn't want to pursue a PhD, which I'd need to advance my teaching career. Throughout those years, while trying to make ends meet financially, I was always taking on freelance marketing projects and learning about different industries and brands along the way. A quarter-life crisis inspired me to leave the New York City metro area for Los Angeles, which attracted me with its sunshine, creative energy, and vibrant jewelry industry. During that transition period, I quit my primary teaching job and took a part-time job as a retail sales associate at a jewelry store. There, I was able to focus on learning about jewelry sales. In addition, my employer gave me the opportunity to become diamond certified through the Diamond Council of America, and I completed some coursework through the Gemological Institute of America, or GIA. After moving to Los Angeles, I decided to pair my diverse experience in marketing with my overflowing passion for jewelry and began offering my services to jewelry brands exclusively. I named my business Joy Joya for a few different reasons. First, I really wanted to communicate my belief that marketing can be approachable and even fun. I want the clients I serve to know that marketing can also help them pursue their joy and passion since it can enable them to grow their jewelry businesses. In addition, the word joya or hoya means jewel in Spanish, a language I love deeply. In college, I earned a minor degree in Spanish and literature. I like how Joya contains the word joy, even though you can't hear it if you're actually pronouncing it correctly, since the J is pronounced like H. The two words together allow me to express my vision and values to you. Now that I've had the chance to truly immerse myself in the industry, I've come to realize why I was so drawn to it in the first place and why I love working with jewelry brands. So many of them are founded by creative and visionary entrepreneurs who have a unique perspective on fashion and design. In addition, many of these entrepreneurs, especially up-and-coming independent designers, are women, and I love surrounding myself with that fierce and sparkling feminine energy. For many years, I struggled to make sense of how I could monetize my creativity, more specifically my talent and skills in creative writing, so I get what it's like to be stuck in starving artist mode. I know from my experience and observation that many jewelry business owners, especially the independent designers selling directly to the consumer, also struggle to balance creativity with strategy. While I still consider myself to be a highly creative person, I'm sure that my higher calling is to help other creative people realize their visions and fulfill their dreams. At some point in my career, I took the Gallup Clifton Strengths Assessment and it confirmed an inkling that I had about myself. My top professional strengths are strategic and relator. 
It's true I have a knack for strategy and for seeing the big picture. However, I find immense joy in developing and maintaining strong, meaningful relationships, not only between me and my clients, but also between the brands I serve and their customers. What do you think? You can always email me Larissa, L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com with your questions, comments, and feedback. Visit visit jewelrymarketingjoy.com to find out how you can pre-order your copy, which will be officially published on October 13th. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.